Date of recording, March 2, 2021. Song credit, Trips by Tofamore and Alex Elena. Welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Media with Vedanta Kari. For today's episode, we're talking about three idiots. And my guest for today is Himadri Sates. Hey, Himadri, welcome back to the show. Gotta love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so just want to really quickly introduce yourself. Yeah, um, I'm Himadri. Uh, last time I talked, I believe I was a CMD major, but I am now a double major in economics and documentary studies. Um, and I am currently a sophomore in Ithaca College. The last time we talked uh, privately, you mentioned that economics is now considered a part of STEM. Is that correct? Yeah, in some areas. Like, I think IC just very recently converted to STEM, but if it's like more uh, technical and based on like math and statistics, then it's considered a STEM field. I think it's a very interesting development because today's topic is about the Bollywood, at least I consider it a classic, Three Idiots. I love, love this movie. What about you? I love it. I mean, it it was such a big part of my childhood. I remember, I think I've watched it at least like five times, maybe more than that. Um, you remember that like scene in the beginning where Farhan like pretends that he's having a heart attack to get yes. out of the air. That was like my favorite scene. <laughs> like back when I was, I don't know, 10 years old, even smaller. And it's still one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, same here. I mean, I love that scene and there are plenty of scenes that I love throughout the film, but we'll talk about that later. So I saw this film in theaters with my my parents, uh, my nana and nani, and a couple of other people, December 25th, 2009. Wow, that's, that's very long ago. It was fourth grade. All my teachers were raving about this film. They're like, you have to, and by I mean, what I mean by you have to, I mean the whole class in general. They're like, you have to watch Three Idiots. <laughs> Yeah, like, I honestly do not remember, like, how it was in the beginning when the movie first came out, because I was so small. I was, like, 2009, I was, what, nine years old? You are eight. Eight years old? Yeah, I was eight years old. Um, and so I just remember watching that movie for the first time with my parents. And as you said to me before, Vedant, like... I remember for the first time liking it because I thought it was a really funny movie. Um, and that's really all I got from it at that time. But then as I grew older, I started to see like the message in it. And it was actually something I could relate with a lot, you know, growing up in an Indian family. And I think that's what still makes the movie very special to me. I kind of knew from the beginning like that I, I would have to grow up to be like some variation of an engineer or a doctor. I, I think I gave up on the doctor thing very early because I knew doctors had to study for many, many years and I was like, I cannot do that. But um, I think the engineer thing, or at least like going into the sciences was kind of a given from me from the time that I was a kid. So much so that I didn't even try to like think outside of it. Like, even though I was only like kind of interested in science, I wasn't very interested in it. But, you know, it's just, it was, it was just what I had to do and I wasn't really in a way allowed to think of anything else almost. So I never did until like I was old enough to actually think outside of that. Yeah, and I believe you told me beforehand uh, in a private conversation that you had to attend, what was it, engineering coaching classes? <laughs> yes. So I went for um, engineering coaching classes in ninth and 10th grade. And I think that was when I really realized that I could not be an engineer. I also have ADD, which I got diagnosed with last year. So that kind of explains some of the hard time that I had paying attention in class back then. Uh, but it was also just, it was just very hard. Like at 
uh, after a point, like I was in those coaching classes and I I would not be able to pay attention to anything beyond like five to 10 minutes. And I, I would just want to sleep and do anything but study whatever was being taught. I, I did enjoy my math class a little bit and even my physics, but the issue was I couldn't sustain attention on it for long. So I had to take then additional tuitions outside of that to be able to cover the material that I was learning in my coaching class, which already was outside of school. So it was a hard time. And it was around that time that I realized that this is not what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I have friends who started preparing for engineering exams that they were to give after 12th grade all the way back in seventh grade. And that was their life. Like they, they had nothing else, you know, that was important to them that or that was important to their parents. It's insane. <laughs> so. Oh, no, I, I definitely remember that. Um, even I mean, I went to Indian education from kindergarten through seventh grade. And even then I made a PowerPoint in my computing class. And that's what made my teachers think, you know, we're going to send them to competing competitions and stuff <laughs> just because I knew how to make a PowerPoint. That yeah, is- I. I guess that. It is that <laughs> insane of how much they want to push us towards life careers, even though we don't want to do it, because I made a PowerPoint when I was 10 years old. <laughs> I know. I remember uh, when I was very young, I used to write a lot. Um, and I, I got published in my school newspaper a couple of times. When uh, people saw that, they were like, oh, you should go to writing competitions and you should write for that and that. And I just think that there's so much pressure around anything that you know, people perceive that you do good, that you stop enjoying it because everyone's like, you need to compete. Like you you have to compete for everything, which I think gets very hard after a point and makes you even lose hobbies because you're like, what's even the point? Because there's so much pressure around everything. I also did a lot of fighting competitions in India. And Mm -hmm. I remember it was October, 2008. I signed up for three competitions in a row, but I couldn't do it because I cracked my head open on October 19th, 2008. So I was bedridden for a week and so I had to miss two of the three competitions (laughs) but that is a good point that even stuff like writing which I love I wouldn't want to do it for competition's sake only I want to do it outside of that exactly and I think going to enough competitions or sort of takes away takes that away from you almost something that you enjoy because you're like I don't you know, I don't enjoy this anymore because at that point you're doing it to win something, to be better than someone else instead of doing it as just something that you enjoy. And I think that takes the fun out of it. <laughs> Definitely. And so, you, I'm sorry, you're, is, whose dog is that? Oh, that's that's just a street dog. You know, Never mind. Got to love Delhi. <laughs> can't do anything about that. That's fine. Would you mind elaborating on the gender ratio in these coaching classes? Oh, yeah. Um, This is something I had a lot more time to reflect about this semester as I'm taking women in economics. I just realized that in these coaching classes, the ratio of women to men is so less. Uh, I was part of four women in a class of like 40 students. Um, And even I ended up not pursuing engineering. So you can take that to be like three students who actually went on to become engineers in a class of 40 students. So I think that's definitely it it sheds an interesting light. I'm not sure why it happens. I don't really know the exact causes, but it's a number that says something. Definitely. And the film Three Idiots came out 2009. So that was 12 years ago. Um, Yeah. And so do you think that the culture has started to change even the slightest in terms of engineer, doctor, lawyer, this binary future for tons of students around the country? I think kind of, yes, in a way that people definitely, you know, like as years progress, people are becoming a little more open to the idea of there's uh, kids doing other professions. But, you know, I think there's still at least 
to a degree that idea that these are the professions that are going to give you a good future and so it's hard for um parents to sort of just like separate themselves from that unless there comes a point where their kid is literally begging them like i cannot do this i will fail if you make me take science my family was very open to me not pursuing stem and i also have family members who work in communications uh, i have a family member who works at z news um, my grandpa loved writing and i think he worked for radio dramas or all india radio to some capacity during the 60s my dad worked for all india radio too i think during the 80s and 90s <laughs> wow so yeah to some degree my family has had a history of non stem and so i think that might be one of the reasons why they were more open to me in doing television Yeah, for me I think that was also harder because my parents do both come from STEM fields and um I think that has been very important to them also because and I feel like this is the case for a lot of Indian families where they came from relatively poor backgrounds and the one thing that was able to get them to a position where they had like you know enough like a decent salary or like a regular income was to study science and to take these kinds of jobs which would give them you know a decent life and i think that sort of comes out in a way that they want their kids to have the same life but they don't realize that times have changed uh and that it's we are not in the same situation that they were so uh they kind of try to impose that same thing on us because they want to secure our future in a way but they don't in that process realize that things are different and again that not everything is made for everyone and some people will do really bad if they were forced to become engineers or doctors again that's not something that applies to everybody not everybody who's in engineering came from lower yeah, class backgrounds sure. just need to clarify that Yeah 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 like this is just like me talking <laughs> very um subjectively in terms of my experience and what I've seen around me. Gotcha. I think we should summarize what the film is about for people who might not know. So this is about uh three students at an engineering college in India, uh Farhan, who's kind of like this guy who doesn't really want to study engineering but his parents are forcing him to particularly his dad even though he has this strong passion and very talented passion for photography and so the second one is raju as we mentioned he's coming from an impoverished family with a mom who's retired a school teacher and a dad who's paralyzed and his sister needs dowry in order to get married maruti 800 <laughs> <laughs> of that oh my god my parents had a maruti 800 back in the time it was great <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> the third student is played by my one of my favorite actors of all time, Amir Khan. Uh, he plays this character named Rancho, uh, Rancho Das Shamaldas Chanchar. And beautiful name. Beautiful name. His way of loving engineering and learning engineering goes very much against um the typical or at least the expected way of teaching it. Like in India, rote learning, you know, rote learning mindless memorization is very very common practice and he's not like that at all. He encourages people to follow their dreams, study for the passion, don't just study mindlessly and that goes very much against the institution's professors and oh my god, can we talk about virus please? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so virus is basically his actual name is Veeru Sahasrabuddhi and he's that? like Yes, I do. I told you I've seen this movie at least 5 times or more. <laughs> Veeru Sahasrabuddhi. <laughs> 
Yes, his his real name is Viru Sastrabuti, and he's the he's what like the president or something of the college. And basically, his nickname is like virus because everyone hates him essentially because he is kind of he he is as toxic as a virus, uh, metaphorically. Um, and I don't know, he's just this weird guy who. is so obsessed with success and competition that do you remember that whole speech he made about like life is like a broken anda broken okay. broken anda is a broken egg so he's like life is life is a race and uh, if you if you don't win then you will be like a broken anda from uh, a bird nest or some some bullshit like that i don't even know where he got that from honestly but i think i think like he started with he was like even at the beginning of life there is a race you have to beat all the other sperms to get to the <laughs> <laughs> he said that, and then I think I'm pretty sure that's how he started his speech. And I was just sitting there, just like my innocent eight-year-old self, not understanding a word of what he was saying. I was just laughing at how Millimeter just remembers the entire speech. <laughs> I know you. You want to say who Millimeter was? He's like the servant of the campus, basically. Yeah, yeah. So he he basically does all the like small odd jobs and. Yeah, he just he just does stuff for people and he's very adorable. Yeah, and to me I think one of the funnier scenes is when we get introduced to Rancho and there's like this whole ragging, the the ragging scene. That was pretty funny. I I didn't understand the ragging thing cuz um my parents told me later on that their college had ragging and it's been banned in multiple institutes because of Uh, harassment claims and even deaths sometimes. So yeah, it's like funny. the same as hazing. Yeah, it's hazing. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean that that was funny, and I remember like this was very common back. Uh, in I guess my parents' generation, because I remember teachers and people coming up to me who were like, "You have to go through it if you want to make friends with the seniors." And like once you do it, you have you have like friends for life in the seniors. So that was an interesting take, also. Yeah, and I think the most recent example I can think of is this episode of uh, the show called Tarak Mehta called Tajeshma. I think five six years ago when. Uh, the kid characters go to college. They get ragged by some of the upperclassmen. That's my most recent example. Oh, really? I didn't. I did not see that episode. I, I need to catch up on Tarak Mehta. <laughs> It's been a while. The most recent arc I saw is when there's this coronavirus lockdown and they try to sneak in pizza to the society. That's the most recent arc I can remember. I watch it like, sometimes. That sounds like me, though. If I'm going to be honest, like this was because I was with my cousins the first three months and they're vegetarian, so they're like religiously vegetarian, so they don't allow meat inside their house. So I would like sneakily order McDonald's at like 3 a.m. in the night. And it was such sneak. Like I would go out into the balcony. I would tiptoe. I actually tried to like leap over the fence one time just because I didn't want to wake them up, oh, <laughs> just to get like my back chicken. It was it was hard times. <laughs> Jeez. Um. And so yeah, this is a very funny scene. And I am so sorry if I'm going to make you crack crack you up by saying this, but the whole when they say mutra versurgen, I just cracked up laughing so hard. I can look up the actual like the literal <laughs> definition. Oh is it's like it's like if you were to say peeing in Shakespearean language essentially <laughs> there are tons of yahoo answer questions as to what is mutravisarjan <laughs> why why is this what people are doing with their lives it's by this character named chaturan chatur is like this bookworm later on in the film he gets super angry because he came in second and he didn't come first it's not I possible <laughs> yeah yeah but he was also just like a jerk <laughs> 
<laughs> he had this whole plan to distract student other students from studying like the night before the exam he would just go around like slipping porn magazines under dorm rooms <laughs> and that was his whole plan which was so funny like wow. how did how that worked i don't know <laughs> It works uh, somehow, and even like I said, I went to Indian school from kindergarten to seventh grade, and even then, I definitely remember people like Chatur, male and female. Yes, I think I'm secretly a little bit like Chatur. I'm not gonna lie, but no, you're a nice person. You're not. <laughs> Thank you. And so the next scene, I think, is the most heartbreaking scene: uh, Joy Lobo. Um, uh, yeah, I think that was that was a very influential scene for me in the movie. I think it's. Ironic that his name is Joy, and he ends up uh, committing suicide because he misses an engineering deadline for the final project. It's it's very sad, and it just hit me really hard when I was a kid, and even more as an adult because I know so many uh, people who get super pressured to do 100%. Um, and I've read stories about Indian students, and I'm sure this applies to non-Indian students as well, but mm-hmm. I know particularly Indian students who do unfortunately commit suicide when they don't do well on an assignment or get held back a year. Yeah, um, and that was definitely a very influential moment for me and something that was kind of like almost printed in my brain the first time I saw it because it felt so unbelievable back then. Um, but yeah, it's it's true. And it's so sad that you would think that one exam or not being able to pass a class or being able to, to maybe, I don't know, get a degree at a certain time would cause you so much anxiety that you would, or like make you feel like you need to kill yourself. It's it's true for a lot of Indian students. And you see that in the number of suicides that happen based around these like big exams for IIT and IIM and what have you. Um, and I think it comes from the fact that so many people think that that's the only thing that they can do in life. And as I said, I think that comes from like being brought up in a society or in an environment where you feel like that's the only purpose to your life is to get into this engineering college or to get this degree, to get this grade. And if you don't do that, then your life is worthless because, you know, you, you weren't allowed to do anything else. You weren't allowed to find hobbies outside of that. Even whatever else you did was for competitions, was so that you could get a certificate to your name um, that, you know, just to like show off and not for yourself. And I think that plays a very big part in what causes this. Um, and, and of course, I'm not saying I'm not saying that this is the case for everyone, but it is for a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah, and before Roy Lobo commits suicide, he sings this song, give me some sunshine, give me some rain, give me another chance, I want to grow up once again. To me, that was like a happy song when I was a kid because it sounds pleasant with the guitar strings, but as an adult, it hits so hard because I'm sure a lot of us have been there where we're like, you know, childhood's gone, I want to grow up once again. It just hits me so hard as an adult. Yeah, for me too, because, you know, and with that, I think... I think there are there are almost regrets that you have sometimes uh, that, you know, maybe I should have done this. Maybe I could have done this. Maybe if I had, you know, realized this a couple years earlier, then my life would be different. It kind of it's a very interesting reflection of the regrets that he has for things that he had no control over. It's not his fault that he felt so pressured to get a degree or so pressured by society or by his parents or in the environment that he was where he felt like 
you know, no one would love him if he did not have that degree or that maybe if he'd done some things different as a child when he literally did not know better then maybe his life would be different. And I think that's just sad. And it's sad that people have to feel that way. One thing I want to mention, I want to move on to a lighter subject is this, <laughs> this movie balances the comedy and the serious parts really well, really, yeah. really well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's like, it's it's something very interesting about this movie. Like one moment you're you're like almost crying, and the other moment you're laughing into <laughs> tears. So I think that's something that makes this movie very very um, unique. Yeah, especially the scene that comes after uh, Joy Lobo's funeral, where Rancho a virus scolds him because Rancho says that colleges need to do something better to lower mental health problems among college students. And he's like, "So you think you can teach better engineering than me?" And so Rancho is. Mm told to teach an engineering class yeah and, i mean there there was another very powerful quote there and i'm sorry i'm like venturing into serious worry. territory again <laughs> don't worry but i think it's the the point where it's joy logo's funeral and then nancho comes up to virus and he's like uh you know it's, it's not suicide it's murder because you did this you were the one who were not um careful enough uh, I mean, he doesn't say all that, but I think that quote where he was like, this is not suicide, it's murder, really stuck with me because, you know, it's, it's because of the pressure that everyone just unthinkingly put on him that led to the situation, so. Yeah, and I also like the quote from that scene where he says, people don't really have a device to measure the pressure up in the head. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that was also a very powerful quote. Like, he was like, so many engineers are so smart. Uh, then why couldn't we make a machine that would, uh, you know, like measure the pressure that we have up in our head? Because we don't want to, because we're smart. And we know that that would cause problems. And so I want to move on again to a lighter subject. You're completely yeah. fine. It's with bringing up <laughs> serious stuff. I don't have a problem with that. When he's teaching the class, Rancho just makes up this completely BS word. <laughs> Farhan nitrate pre-rajunization. Yes, so he writes this like nonsense word on the board. And he's like, he gives everyone like, I don't know, one minute to look for it in their textbooks and to find the word and find what it means. And everyone just like mindlessly starts looking for that word in their textbooks and it's the end of one minute. Um, and no one's able to find it, even like Vitus himself. So he's, he's very angry because he's like, I've never heard of this word before. And then <laughs> Danto's just like, yeah, no, you haven't. It's not in your book because it's bullshit. I made it up. But the point is that you all didn't even try to think and sit for one second that, hey, Look, it's it's a nice word. It's an interesting word. Maybe we'll learn something new today. Maybe it's something that we haven't heard of before. None of you thought that. None of you were curious about what it actually is. You just like started like racing like racehorses to find this word and win this imaginary competition that I just created that means nothing. That was his way of proving his point, which was very witty. <laughs> yeah, and after this, uh, Virus warns Raju and Farhan's parents that Rancho might be a bad influence on them. And so there's a lot of scolding and what have you. And I love how they just characterize Farhan's dad and uh, yeah. Raju's family. Like Farhan's dad is very much like, my son will be an engineer one day. And even at the beginning when Farhan is born, his dad's like, my son will be an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that was funny. Like my daughter will be a doctor and my son will be an engineer. <laughs> um, yeah. They end up roaming the streets after being yelled at and they crash a wedding which ends up being Virus's daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> 
and yeah there that's where i think they meet pia who is virus's daughter um but they don't know about that yet so they just go and like mess around with her and then she gets back at them by introducing them to the person who's hosting the wedding who is virus so i love it i took this class called program development that the partial communication here at edgar college and we had an assignment where we had to rank our top 5 films and 3 idiots was on there and i explained why oh wow how how was people's reaction to that they loved it um i even recommended they check it out because they haven't really watched ton of bollywood movies i mean i think yeah. uh, bahubali is tollywood i'm not so sure but it is but it's like i think it's just very popular all across india so The only Bollywood film I remember them saying is, "Oh yeah, I know Bahubali 2 from TikTok." <laughs> Wait, Bahubali 2 was on TikTok. I didn't even know that. I I, I got to look this up. I don't know. There's there's some TikTok meme of Bahubali 2 that went viral and that's that's the only reason why Americans know about this film is because of a TikTok meme. Because Rancho genuinely loves engineering. and i'm sure raju also genuinely loves engineering but right? because rancho studies it with such a passion he's always at the top of the class and raju and farhan are at the very bottom and i remember this quote where it says we learn something about human nature if your friend fails you feel bad but if your friend comes in first you feel worse yes <laughs> it's true yeah i mean if i studied and if i saw my friend who I did not see studying if they fail I'd be sad cuz they're my friend but if they came first I'd be like you you smart bitch that's my conclusion one night they get super drunk this trio and so they break into virus's house and mm-hmm. I think it's Rancho who ends up proposing or admitting love to who he thinks is Pia but turns out that it's Pia's sister <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I also love that scene. I love so many scenes in this movie. It's great. Pia's sister is pregnant with some guy we never never met. But anyways, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Pia's sister is Mona. There's her name, Mona. Mona is saying if it's a boy, engineer, if it's a girl, doctor. Yeah, because that's what I think that's how Byrus like brought them up and they were like anyone in their family who was a boy would was supposed to be an engineer and if they were girls they were supposed to be a doctor. And yeah, I yeah. think there is this whole scene where their brother I think committed suicide also because he wanted to be a writer and he could not be an engineer and his dad was forcing him to be so he just he just like jumped off a train at some point. Do you remember the speech scene Chatur's speech? Oh yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> I love so, so basically Chatur he's not very good in hindi and so he just mindlessly memorizes this speech in hindi but then rancho in order to teach raju that don't mindlessly memorize stuff he just mm-hmm. changes up the whole speech to include all these expletives that i did not understand at all as a kid but as an adult it's super <laughs> funny when chatur is saying these expletives at a teachers day speech and he just doesn't realize it yeah i know i mean like it might even be like kind of offensive now but everyone in 2008 was kind of on, 2009 was kind of on drugs and did not care so <laughs> um i think i think he 
replaced chamatkar which means miracle with balatkar which means rape and then like there was dhan which was meant money he replaced that with stun which means boobs i didn't realize anything like i didn't even know what the term balatkar meant because I, i was nine years old i was nine. i mean even i didn't at that point i i got to know like a lot later and then i was like oh this makes sense now i was just laughing before because everyone was laughing <laughs> i just remember tons of horrified parents in the theater but i didn't understand why <laughs> Dude, the horrified part was when I was watching PK and that whole scene with the condom came in and I was just like I'm just trying to look anywhere but at my parents' face. Uh I think this is 3-4 years later where virus like really badly insults Raju and Farhan on stage and so in revenge uh the trio gets drunk and Raju ends up uh urinating on Virat's door and he gets caught and so he's threatened yeah. with expulsion and he jumps off the rooftop because he doesn't want to get expelled and risk his whole family's future. Yeah, yeah, I think he he had that thing where he was like if I get expelled that his father would die because of a heart, I don't know because he would be so disappointed and he was already in bad health and his family was very poor. So yeah, and the song Jane Nahi Denge Tujhe during the song which translates to we will not let you go. Such a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I know. I think even still watching it is it's very um very emotional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that song. I had that on my again Remember this is 2009. I had the song played so many times on my MP3 player. <laughs> I didn't have an MP3 player so I was just like it's going on YouTube and I was like top Hindi songs that <laughs> I would search. Byers ends up canceling the suspension and because of this hospitalization Raju successfully applies to the job and He's very superstitious basically um where he wears all these rings for good luck and after the hospitalization he takes them off and his grades are pretty poor and he admits that he he urinated on the director's the director's house gates and he's very frank he's like a very different person than what this company wants and so they're like I think you're not who we're looking for but if you can change then we might accept you and Raju's like no this is who I am now and mm-hmm. so he gets the job because they're super impressed by that. Yeah. And that's that's how you got to live guys. Do not change who you are. Don't let anyone tell you to change who you are to be successful. <laughs> yes, and I think my most favorite scene of the entire film or at least one of my most favorites is what comes next where Farhan for pretty much the entire film wanted to be an apprentice to his favorite photographer Andre Istvan and he finally gets an offer and so he tries convincing his dad that no I don't want to do engineering I want to be a photographer and when his dad finally accepts him and the way in which he's persuaded it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in Bollywood I think he was like you know at the end of the day I mean I'll always remember what you did for me and it was you who uh did all this for me and you who you know raised me so it doesn't it doesn't matter if i think you know that's what it all comes down to is like they wanted him to be an engineer because you know that's what society would accept and what would other people think if you were to go out and be a photographer and maybe not earn as much right he was like i don't care what 
those people think like what sharma ji <laughs> which is like <laughs> sharma ji is like the the typical neighbor the annoying indian neighbor who cannot keep his nose out of your business <laughs> so he was like i don't care what sharma ji thinks right i care what you think uh, because you're the one who raised me um and so even if i don't earn as much money it, it doesn't matter because i have you guys and i'll be doing what i enjoy so i think that was what that was about and that is such a great scene because i'm sure that scene i wouldn't be surprised if it inspired anybody to tell their parents say hey, i don't want to be an engineer or a doctor or even a lawyer yeah yeah for sure um and i think that's why this movie was so landmark because i think you did the whole conversation in india about you know being able to do things outside of just like this one clear path that your the society had laid out for you that became a big big conversation in india after that movie and that's why i think this movie is so important outside of whatever its plot was outside of it just being like an entertaining movie in itself i think that's what makes it so important is the conversation that it started at that time which still continues to this day oh yeah definitely i mean i've seen I saw this 2016 study about the impact of three idiots 2016 that is yeah. very recent so even mm-hmm. even in present day or even in the recent past this film has had a tremendous impact yeah and you know it's it's very it's very nice to me to see that these like you know what you would think frivolous things as movies and i mean not to us who are art students but um to maybe other people as like movies bring about such a huge change in society and that's why i think they're so important yeah so anyways we're going back to the final part of this whole movie where virus finds out that farhan and raju got jobs and so he's like i'm going to sabotage their their final exams mm. no way he he's sabotaging raju's exams because i think farhan dropped out of the college but he still lives there for some reason and so with pia's help ranju and farhan break yeah. virus's office and steal the exam papers that virus specifically made for raju to fail the exam like he made mm. a very hard version of the exam to specifically give to raju and so they break into the office and steal it for raju to study <laughs> and Rod, raju's like no i don't want to i don't want to cheat and then a virus comes into their dorm with security and expels them yeah without even asking like what happened or if raju didn't had anything to do with it or not um and then i think like mona goes into labor and that whole thing happens with her kid being born Yeah, she goes into labor, but there's a rainstorm and so they can't go to the hospital and so they go to the college's recreation room where with the help of a vacuum cleaner Rancho delivers the baby. A vacuum yeah, cleaner. Essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean uh, an altered vacuum cleaner. I don't want to alarm anyone. <laughs> but yeah, a vacuum cleaner that's been modified to have very very low suction power. Yeah, and it's sort of like he created that he like at the moment using like the ba- a battery that he created to make fun of virus like he called it the virus battery um and i think at, at that point like uh pia's sister has that baby and uh he kicks and then like virus has finally had a change of heart and he's like you're going to be a footballer you can be whatever you want i thought yes, that was such a sweet thing i scene. love that <laughs> virus <laughs> it's still so funny to call him virus like his name is viru but uh <laughs> at that point virus like basically realizes like that this is a, the, like a genius kid right and 
uh, how wrong he was to just judge him for trying to do whatever he was doing. I think at that point he gives him that like um, the, that the, space pen. The space pen. Where? Yeah. Do you want to describe the story around that? <laughs> yeah. So at the very beginning, um, there's like this freshman speech that Virus gives to all the newcomers, and he holds a, an astronaut's pen and says. I want to give this pen to the brightest of the brains at this college. And so at the end of the film, the brightest of the brains is Rancho. And so he gives the pen to him at the end. Yeah. Um, and it, it basically, it was, it was an important pen because uh, it was a pen designed to be able to write in space. And the first question that Rancho had asked on the first day of college, when uh, the virus is describing this pen. Virus is basically like this is a marvel of creation. Engineers have spent uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars creating this a pen, and it can write in space, and it's for the brightest of minds. And the answer just goes up. He's like, why? Why didn't they just like? Why didn't they just take a pencil to write up in space? <laughs> just like I don't know, just ruins his whole speech. So it's it's kind of funny when he ends up giving that pen to uh, to Rancho at Rancho. the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think reasoning at the end was kind of stupid, but I mean, I bought it at that time because it was emotional. He was like, at the end, he was like, they didn't let him let them go with a pencil because if the pencil breaks, the name will just be like floating around in space. And what if it entered someone's eye? Which, you know, I guess it's fair. <laughs> yeah, the tip of the pencil just breaks off and stabs somebody in the eye in zero gravity space. Yeah, yeah, that's why they spent hundreds and thousands of dollars creating the space pen, which is interesting. The space pen is, it is such a genius idea, yet also a very stupid idea, I have to say. Exactly, exactly. It's like the stupidest genius idea um, that I have heard of. Maybe there's more. I need to research more on stupid genius ideas. You've given me a project for today. <laughs> awesome. And so virus has a change of heart and so he he unexpels Raju and Rancho and Rancho disappears on graduation day because I think he's during the year and then he just disappears and that's a whole thing that we don't really have time to discuss but yeah <laughs> anyways 10 years later they all reunite where Chatur basically he drives to the Himalayan mountains in Shimla to see what Rancho's up to to see if who is more successful, him or Rancho? And uh, Farhan and Raju just tag along with Pia. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they kidnapped Pia from her own wedding because they're like, we've, I think we found Rancho and she really like loves Rancho, but she was getting married because she didn't know where he went. Uh, and so they basically abduct her, like not abduct her, like with her own permission. They like take her literally from her wedding. She runs away and uh, like they find Rancho. And then, like, in the car, she's like, okay, so you guys know that he's not married, right? And they're like, nah, we just thought you might want to find him. But then he's not married. And they, it's a very cute ending with her, like, coming on a scooter in a wedding dress, which was, like, something that Rancho, I think, said that he always dreamed of. Like, he had weird dreams about that. <laughs> yeah, he had dreams about Pia coming to him on a scooter and trying to kiss him, but... She couldn't because the nose was getting away. <laughs> yes. And it's just super funny when Chatur thinks that he's super successful, like he himself was super successful, and then turns out completely wrong because Rancho is one of the most sought-after scientists in the world. Yeah. 
yeah, essentially. So in the end, Rancho beats Jether because he actually cared about engineering and not success. So love that. <laughs> yeah, and I just had to mention Pia's the guy she's about to get married to, Suhas, Subhas, I think it's one of those two. Subhas. Yeah, what an asshole. Definitely. Um, <laughs> like, he, all he cares like, about no is No one money. was rooting for him. All he exactly. cares about money. Yeah, and then in the end, she was about to get married to him because she was like, you know what, Rancho's never coming back and I need to move on with my life. And then she just gets abducted. So, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> that concludes our, dis- our very long discussion about the actual film, Three Idiots. So... I've heard rumors that they might make they might make a three idiots two. What do you think about that? I know I hope it'll be good, but it's like I'm always skeptical about second parts of things because it's like I don't want you to make a horrible movie and ruin the first one for me. <laughs> so exactly. And so, Imadri, uh, do you have any final comments about three idiots? Anything you forgot to mention? I think. It was just a very influential movie for me. It was a very funny movie. Uh, it was a movie that made me think about a lot of things in a different way, uh, especially, you know, growing up in a kind of environment where thinking outside the box was not really uh, encouraged almost. <laughs> so, uh, like, you had to follow a certain path. So, I would recommend it to everyone, I, I would say. And I think everyone should watch it. And maybe have someone who, you know, who knows Hindi alongside to really, really explain some things to you. Because sometimes subtitles are horrible. So I will come watch the movie with you if you're not native speaking. <laughs> just just hit me up if you want to watch Three Idiots. Yeah, and I'm looking this up on the Wikipedia page. And it says that after Irfan Khan died last year, uh, Boma mm. Irani said after his death that he actually recommended the role of virus to him but Irfan Khan refused hmm. interesting why though I don't know it doesn't say but anyways yeah this film I highly recommend the film it's really really good I think especially Indian students can take something away from it and I think even the general non-Indian audience can also hmm. take away something from it even if they themselves are not in engineering doctor lawyer because I think it's a very human thing to not be satisfied with the career you're in with films like uh, Soul. Have you seen Soul, the Pixar film? I have not, but um, maybe I will <laughs> now. So that's, uh, let's make that the project. Guys who haven't seen Three Idiots, you watch Three Idiots and I shall watch Soul. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it's definitely a movie that I would also highly recommend. And I think it has lessons that, you know, everyone can benefit from. So definitely recommend if there is a sequel to Three Idiots, hopefully it's good. And again, I think this just followed the path of uh, movies about the education system, like that is a mean put, which is about the rag, the rat race that Indian education has. That came out two years before this, and same year as this, another film called Wake Up Sid, which was about pursuing your passion rather than. I mean, it's also about growing up, but it's also about pursuing your passion rather than what, say, your parents want you to do. So. Huge yeah. trend during the late 2000s about passion. Yeah, yeah, and it was an important subject also at that time because that was kind of like when this whole thing peaked where everyone's kind of like, yeah, you need to get into engineering colleges and like this number of suicides also suddenly went up. So it was an important topic at that time and still is. Definitely. All right, Madri say thank you so much for agreeing to be on my <laughs> podcast, especially since you're taking Ithaca College classes in New Delhi. So thank you. No problem. Happy to be here. And as I say to everyone, you know what? I'm going to stay up all night anyway, so might as well just talk to me. (laughs) 